Our number two, it is the run home with Joel and the Bish. If you missed the first hour, the catch-up, you can be through the podcast, the run home with Joel and Fletch podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or catch up on the SEN app. It is the run home. Thanks to the top brand trade tool shop, Toolkit Depot. Become a Toolkit Depot trade or club member and get instant savings at toolkitdepot.com.au. Now, after months and months of waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and cricket and more waiting, more cricket, it's here. Because I'm TLT. I said I'm dynamite. TLT. And I'll win the fight. TLT. Watch me explode. Team List Tuesday, Michelle, for the very first time for 2024. Now I'm getting pumped I'm right pumped. now. Actually, I'm even more pumped. I've just switched the page. I've seen the Seagulls, Rabbitohs, but some of the names in the lineup with that Roosters, uh, Broncos. Wow, that is it's an exciting, it's such an exciting game. Can't wait. And what about just look at the fullback? So just look at the number one for each team. You have got Tommy Trebojevic. You've got uh, you've got James Tedesco there for the Roosters. You got Reese Walsh there for the Broncos. You got Latrell Mitchell there That's exactly for South Sydney. Wow. It's massive, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. Okay, let's go through the main pointers here. So Luke Brooks will get his first start in the number six for Manly alongside Daly Cherry Evans. Cooler will go left centre, Garrick right centre. Jackson Paulo gets that left wing position. Um, ben Trebojevic in the back row, Jake Trebojevic. So all three Trebojevic boys will be starting the match for Manly. Uh, on the bench, you've got Lawton, Waddell, Bullimore and Brown. Brown, I'm interested to say, I reckon he'll absolutely smash it this year. I really? think he needs to be, he's, he's in a side where, it, I mean, he's been so consistent. He was he was tops at Parramatta. I think there was, you know, relationship breakdowns and all that sort of stuff. But um, from all reports, I, I think he's really, you know, fitted into that squad over there well. And I'm excited to see him play this year. Sean Kepi wins a starting spot for South Sydney. So he'll start in jersey number 10. Uh, Tommy Burgess goes to the bench. We've been used to seeing him start. And... This is an inexperienced right-hand side, and that's why I think Cooler might have a field day against South. You've got Jacob Gagai on the right-hand side for South. You've got Richard Kenner on the right-hand side for South. And then you've got the halfback, Lockie Ilias, inside them. I've got no doubt about it. Uh, Turbo loves going to the left. They're going to target that area for sure. Um, and, and this round is almost who's not in the team. Talis Duncan's missed out on the 17 for South. Tommy Salau and Brad Parker have missed out for Manly. Now, Michelle, we move on to the Roosters and the Broncos, the second game at Allegiant Stadium. We know that um, Dominic Young is out, so Billy Smith will be in the centres. Swali'i on the wing. So he'll play right wing by the looks of it. Tupu plays on the left. Kiri and Sam Walker. Sam Walker's going to have a big job marking Piakura. Uh, but I love this. This is a good story. Satili Tupanua, who's been out for some time, he's... Made his way straight back into the starting side alongside Siwa Wong. So a new look back row for the Roosters. Spencer Lenyu is straight into the side. No, Jared, of course, due to suspension. Uh, Nat Butcher's on the bench. Terrell May's on the bench. But missing out of the 17, Angus Crichton, Egan Butcher and Connor Watson. <laughs> Fair names to be missing out. So that's what I'm saying. Well, you know. It is. It's a, it's an, it's an, I, I, look, that whole matchup, that whole – it's, it's going to uh, – I couldn't have picked a better game to, to display to people who haven't seen the game before if, you know, by looking at those lineups. Yep. Uh, as we mentioned about Brendan Piercora, so he's owned that uh, left back row position which Capewell had. Uh, and as I said, he'll be marked by um, Walker. So that's a big challenge for him. Corey Oates has missed out in the 17. Apparently he's had a terrific off-season. Tristan Saylor's missed out. Marty Tapao 
has also missed out there for the Broncos. As we know, Selwyn Cobbo is going to be in the centres. But the big one who's won the wing spot, Dean Mariner. Jesse Arthur's had a wonderful grand final. So no surprise to see him there. But other than that, everything all looks set to go. Adam G will referee that one. He's got the uh, the grand final referee gets that. Nashley Klein gets the first match of the year. So it's all getting a bit fair, Nickham, now, Michelle. Oh, as I say, I can't wait. I'm, um, you know, the other one. I'm interested to see how he'll uh, pan out this year because I, I, I sort of was had big negative thoughts, and that was Spencer Lenu making that switch from Penrith to the Roosters. Just didn't think he was cut out for it. Really? Um, I thought he, I thought he'd be someone that would uh, struggle because he sort of hasn't gone any further than Minchinbury. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, funny story about how he ended up even playing rugby league. He was over here, went to a. Uh, uh, have a happy McHappy meal at Mintrebu McDonald's and there was a registration day at the Mintrebu Jets and they convinced him to sign up and that was the start of his career. Wow. As a little, you know, five or six-year-old. He'd, he'd never had much of an interest in rugby league. But what I'm saying is he was as thick as these with those boys out there and I just thought, just because you know, you know the culture is extremely different from yep. the way the Roosters function to the way the Panthers, who's wrong, who's, there's no judgment, but they are very different. But I've been told absolutely wrong. He's thriving, loving the culture, soaking it up and being every bit of a rooster that he can be. What a player. Quickly. What a player. And see, Penrith are going to miss him. They're going to miss Crichton. They will. Uh, that's going to be interesting there. Time for a bit of NRL news. So there you go. There's the big news, which is the team list Tuesday. But let's do some NRL news as well. It's an NRL news update. Subscribe to SEN League on YouTube and the SEN podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Okie dokie. Let's get into some rugby league news. Adam Reynolds extends with the Broncos till the end of 2025. What about this, Michelle? So, I feel like I've heard that story for the last month. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you know what? So when he first signed for the Broncos, yep. everyone, and I've got to be honest with you, I was sort of half feeling similar to this as well. That, Broken? Busted? Yeah. Like, end of, like, end of like, year? You know, maybe South Sydney had won by not paying that price tag, and now it's culminated in him steering them to a grand final and uh, extending for another year. So... What a career Adam Reynolds has had. He enters his third year in the Broncos with his 43 games to his name. He joins a host of teammates to commit to the club's future. So they've locked in to the end of 2025, including Ezra Mam, Payne House, Pat Carrigan, Reese Walsh, Jordan Ricky, Brennan Picora, Katoni Stagg, Selwyn Cobbo, Kobe Hetherington, Jesse Arthurs, Tyson Smoothie, Corey Jensen, Dean Mariner, Xavier Willison, Tristan Saylor and Blake Moses. So... They have locked in a good couple of years at the very least, haven't they, Michelle? Yeah, and look, the thing, you going back to Adam Reynolds, is that uh, he'll be a long-time contributor to the club too once he does hang up the boots. Um, I, I, you know, I know from first-hand experience just how good he is with those younger players. He was that at South Sydney, and I think um, that's what upset a lot of people. Uh, you know, he had such a good influence on and, you know, such a brain in terms of the game. Um, that was a very, very valuable experience to just walk out the door, but... Um, I don't know whether there were rumours, whether it was coming from South Sydney, uh, the club itself, but he was broken. He was busted. He wasn't training, uh, you know, at all. Like, he was missing two and three sessions a week uh, when, we, you know, in his final year there. That, that's what we heard. And they're missing him big time, aren't they, Massively. South, his leadership. Um, uh, look, this is really sad news for uh, Tommy Gilbert, who oh. he, he had a season-ending uh, season shoulder, shoulder injury last year yeah. at the Origin Series. So now he's up up and again, up and at him, and now he's done a, an ACL. So his season is done already. Geez, you got a feel for him. Oh, look, and you know what? I actually talked about this uh, at breakfast a couple of days ago. Um, he's one of those guys that really just gets in and, and has no issue with getting the job done in terms of like all the way through his injury. It wasn't just about him going and doing his rehab and getting himself right. He did an enormous amount of work in that space 
you know, visiting schools, um, you know, the, the school boys that were up there going to the carnival, being in and around. I saw them a couple of times at the local shopping centre there at um, uh, just getting signing autographs, doing all that sort of stuff. So he's a real clubman. He's a real – he's been a real inspiration for, for the Dolphins. And as you say, just – I don't think listeners understand how tough injuries can actually be. Yeah. It's such a lonely place. Tears, it's awful. It is. It is. The it resilience really is. they have is is unbelievable. Yep. Um, so all the best to those coming back from big injuries and uh, obviously thoughts for Tommy Gilbert. All the best. He's only 23, so he's got plenty of time, Tommy Gilbert, uh, there at the Dolphins. Now, Michael, uh, sorry, just before I move on there, Michelle, do they get salary cap dispensation for that? I'm not sure that they do. You, you have to, don't you? Like, common sense. If you've... If you've ruled a player out for the year due to injury, yeah, I don't. I have to check on it. It's it, it, yeah. it sh- like if we're fair dinkum about the salary cap, right? Mm. Which the whole idea of a salary cap is to have equality. We can't have back-ended contracts. We can't. We have to pro rata. If a player is ruled out for the year, it's the betterment of the game to bring another player in. Oh, absolutely, it isn't is. it? Yep. So I don't, I don't know if he's not. Um, taken off the cap for this year. He's got to. It's, it's just not right. Um, Mike Acevo's out for the three opening games, but that's due to suspension. A grade two careless high tackle during the preseason challenge. And the Roosters boss, Nick Politis, suggests two conference system for the NRL. So he's talking about when it goes to 18 teams. Um, he is imploring the NRL to split the competition into two conferences involving an 18th team in Perth and not Papua New Guinea. I tend to agree with that. So he's on to something. Regardless of whether you do Papua New Guinea or not, I love the fact that you're going to split it into two, yep. have the Western Eastern Conference. Um, it, it gives us more of a um, a way to be expanding the game and infiltrating those areas where we should be, and that's the Adelaide's, the Perth's, the you know the AFL territory. Yep, and I, I love the conferencing system because it builds up rivalries. Yeah. So if you've got two conferences of nine, then you play those other eight teams twice. Mm-hmm. There's 16 of your games. And then you could almost play um, part of that other conference once, couldn't mm. you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it's a bit like the division winners in the NFL. I, I just love it. You know, Canterbury taking on Parra, Parra taking on Canterbury there. And it also gives you, uh, your team, a, a responsibility to step up every week because you don't know where you're going to be. You might be, you know, turfed out type yep. thing. I, yeah, I absolutely. Think I love it. I love it. Yep. Um, so that's how that all plays. Um, Mike Siva, though, that's massive. Um, I'm, uh, you know, we were talking about this off air, your thoughts on Parramatta. Um, I, I reckon their window sort of for them to do anything closed two years ago. Yeah. Um, I just think, I mean, what a, what a, a big loss that is. Uh, what was a grade two careless high tackle? Um, three weeks, he, he took the early guilty plea. Um, that's a massive loss for that, for that side. Um, I'm, I was only talking about watching him in the trials on the weekend and seeing the way, the way Junior Polo and Regan Campbell-Gillard stepped up. It was great to see Moses. I uh, had the ball on a string. Yep. Uh, when he's on, they're all on. Dylan Brown, he was good. But, yeah, this is a big loss for the for the Eels for three weeks and especially they'll be looking to start strong. Yeah, he's had a bit of a checkered last couple of years through injury or suspension has uh, Mike Asivo. But he has the, the reason why this has been hit so hard is because he's got a, 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 an issue with this at the um, at the judiciary. There's, there's um, yes. past indiscretions. That, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm. So, so it's yep. a si- similar act. Yep. Um, my concern for Parramatta, Michelle, is that even when they made the grand final, they had the eighth best defence in the comp, which is it's a bit of an outlier that you could make a grand final having the eighth best defence. Last year, they regressed to uh, the 11th best. And their second half of the year last year... They're conceding on average about 27 points a game. 
So I, I just, I, I don't know with similar personnel how you no. turn it around. I, I, I just, they're not in my eight, and I'm, I hope Parramatta can prove me wrong. But they're certainly not my own. I'm with you with that. I mean, Brad Arthur actually spoke to him at a party a couple of weeks ago. Um, great bloke and, you know, as passionate as, as anyone when it comes to the game and, and his side. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of with you on that, that um, nothing much has changed really from from the roster last year. And uh, Reid Marnie, lo- lo- losing those players that, um, you know, the, the year before, that was that was when they that, – that was their opportunity to, to make something of themselves and they didn't, unfortunately. Okay, let's go to Maddie. Maddie's from Eagleby. Uh, Maddie's on the line who loves the conferencing system. Is that right, Matt? <laughs> You're a funny bloke, mate. Um, no, I, no. Um, I, I think the conference system will be a, a complete disaster, mate. Um, and I think it would, I think it would favour all the Sydney teams, who because I think you know you'll end up having nine Sydney teams in one conference, and the nine of the rest of us who are who are in a completely different conference where we have to like travel much further than all you guys down in Sydney. Yeah, no, I get I get that. You know, it'll, it... You're not really adding yep. travel to those teams. But yeah, you are... sorry, how would you be No, no, it? well, you're not adding it. You're not adding it to the Warriors. You're not adding it to the Cowboys. No. You're not adding it to the no. Storm. But what it does do, which Maddie makes a point of, it does make it a lot easier for the far less travel for the Sydney teams. Mm. And from a commercial point of view, Maddie, the, the, the travel bill for the NRL would be a whole lot cheaper too. Very true. And, and it'll favour all the New South Wales teams, though. So it's not really a fair and even competition. Okay, I get what you're saying. Um, as I said, it's not making them travel anymore, but it is far less making uh, the Sydney teams travel. But what it does do, it gives you intense rivalries yeah, and hopefully adds to crowds. So Builds that tribalism, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. So anyway, we could be wrong, but it's a fair point you make, Matty. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Dale Finucane and Cameron McGuinness have been named as co-captains. These two blokes, they don't do push-ups, Michelle. They push the earth down, don't they? They are so <laughs> tough for Nukin and McGuinness. Uh, so they're going to be unveiled as the co-captains at the season's launch, which was on Monday night last night. Jason Starr stars on US television. The NRL oh, Blitz hilarious. of USA. I haven't seen it yet. Very funny. Very funny. Well, let's do this. Okay, that's yeah. a rabbit. That's the is rabbit a real, is, yeah. <laughs> is that a real creature? Is that it's a... a rabbit, but it's they're all rabbits. Aren't they? They're all rabbitos. So I guess that's that's the name, yeah. So yeah. every team has their own type of, um, I'd say, totem, right? we got the seagull. They've got Your the seagull. rabbits. You know, Broncos have the, the Broncos. Um, roosters have the roosters, so. Yeah. Does old mate want to get himself a golden book and learn what a rabbit is? <laughs> I mean, serious. In I a know. fair income department, a rabbit's not, a well, like, do they, are they not everywhere? No. Do you not know what a rabbit is? No. A rabbit-o. No. A rabbit-o. A rabbit-o. Please. Um, that was on the sports show KLAS um, in Las Vegas. So there you go. Jason Saab led the way and uh, an interesting interview. Nonetheless, Joe well. Yeah, Joe Swally, well. targeted by former NFL player. Here we go. Australian-born former American footballer player Colin Scott has predicted NFL scouts will be converging on Las Vegas with their eyes on Joseph Akusu Swalei. If America gets a sniff of Joseph, there's no doubt they'll put out a big contract for him. Wow. See, this was my point before. We haven't talked about this side of it. Everything's been talked up about how wonderful the game's going to be over there and what it's going to do for our little game here in Australia. Um, And we might find opportunities where we get NFL players to come and switch and play here. What about if someone comes along and says, okay, Reese Walsh, Tom Trevojevic, um, you know, come and play over in America. 
it's disaster, an absolute disaster. We'll go from this fantastic, you know, thing that we're going to do over there, this big event, to, oh, we're losing players. I will say this, Michelle. Like, so, and, and I know I'm wrong in saying this because I must be wrong. Kelsey, having watched Travis Kelsey, have you seen much of his game? No, not a little, little bits and pieces, just like what my kids play. Yeah, so he yeah. runs in the backfield and yep. he's a tight end. And I'll be interested to see what the tourist thinks, actually. But I don't really see stuff he does that some yeah. of our players couldn't okay, yep, do. Yep, yep. Like well, I, that's, that's my point. But, I mean, in fairness, I'm going to sound like a total doofus because I'm not an expert. At, I try. I've actually yeah. got a little bit interested in the NFL, but, you know, only just sort of bits and pieces. So I could never be an expert and sort of say, oh, he can't play or he does this. But I'm, I'm getting what you're saying. Yeah, like uh, James Tedesco chasing and yeah. stepping and running around for a ball. Joseph Waliti doing the same. Uh, Tommy Trebojevic doing the same. And this guy, Travis Kelsey, is regarded as probably the best of all mm. time. Gronkowski also played that position. But as I said at the top, I'm certain I'm wrong. But tourists, I just look at Kelsey and go, well, Teddy could do that. Turbo could do that. I think Kelsey is a bigger, beefier guy. I will say that. I think he is a bit bigger. Blocking's a huge thing. You can't, the, the, a lot of players who have gone over to the NFL have been physical talents. Val Holmes, other players, people like that, not even in the NRL, and they can do the technical stuff. They got so blocking's is that defensive sort of stuff? Well, you're blocking whether you're on offense or defense. Right. If you're on offense, so what about Joel, a twenty-five thousand dollars jersey flag player, blessed with defense? <laughs> Joel, no, 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 no. Joel Kane. No, I'm not blessed with defense. I'm blessed with solid defense. Solid, solid defense. defense. Solid That's defense. right. Even solid with defense. Joel's solid defense, a twenty-five-year-old Joel Kane. No, I'm sorry. It's it's the blocking is so hard. Anyone in our so game then difficult. that you can that you can sort of say yeah, kind of, kind of yeah, nah. Uh, <laughs> Jared Rhea Hargreaves at his peak, right? You know these big, 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 big guys who can maybe come in as a as a blocking tight end. I think that it's so difficult for. I mean, Jordan Mylott is some somebody who went over played NRL when he was younger, but he mm. wasn't an NRL player. He wasn't. No. He was an NFL player who hadn't discovered it yet. There are so few of these players, and you have to be so big. There no, there's no quarterbacks, obviously, in, in the NRL or Australia here. Um, I, I personally think that Suli will get battered. <laughs> I think he'll have no hope. You know personally. what? I'm probably totally alone on this one. Uh, isolated somewhere here in Australia. Breaking news, Taylor Swift has left the country, and I mm. am the happiest person oh, yeah. in the universe. Oh, so over Taylor Swift. My, my wife and daughter went last night. What, oh. one, one thing she did say... And, and I find this happens a lot. She said it was so good. It was so good, but it went so long. Well, if you wouldn't know. See, there you go. If it was so good, you wouldn't, it wouldn't, yeah. you'd be stuck in just going, yeah, this is good times. She has like 45 songs or something. Yeah. Oh, no, she look, absolute talent. She's yeah. a freak of nature. But I think, you know, there was just too much Taylor Swift every second moment. You couldn't even have a sports program without talking about Taylor Swift because of the boyfriend. I'll, I'll try Shake it off. I'll, 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 try, I'll try and find a you body. Like what I, did there? I like what you did there. Um, uh, blank space. Um, <laughs> I'll try and find a, a, a body that would be comparable to Travis Kelsey. He's 196 centimetres. Yep. And he's 113 kilos. What's Nelson? No, that's Nelson would be bigger. Bigger. I yep. reckon. Um, but Tommy Turbo is 194 centimetres. Mm-hmm. And he's about 10 kilos lighter. Lighter. couple of big Max would fix that, so get him over there we'll and try and find out the, the prototype of Travis Kelsey, which player uh, is a similar build. Maybe Hamoli Olakowatu, I'm not quite sure. But anyway, it is the run home with uh, Joel and the Bish. We better break. Plenty more still to come. There's lots of other rugby league news uh, as well, which we'll scoop up on the run home with Joel and the Bish. It's the run home with Joel and the Bish today. Have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy? There's a stack of text messages here, and uh, Michelle shared the story about her influencing earlier, where she took <laughs> a, a, a bottle Warning. of Hope Estate wines, 
and uh, the glass Handle. itself reflected you in your birthday taking, suit. Yeah, taking a, taking a photo of Yes, in the just bar. before your birthday, yeah. actually. Yeah. And um, you said before with um, Taylor Swift, shake it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Letzer from Penrith says, did Michelle say shake it off or take it off? <laughs> uh, and he said that'll be Cheeky. the last about the wine photos joke. And uh, all these followers keep coming in to uh, check you out, Michelle. But anyway, <laughs> uh, from Ellerslie Tiger, Joel, each time you say it's Joel on the Bish, it, it sounds like you're saying it's Joel on the B-Arch. No, Let me Gary. tell you, true story. We were carted off. This was my, my one of my sons would have been about 13. Yep. My husband and I were carted off a ground for abusive language at a, a junior match. We got in there and we're thinking, oh, my goodness, what did we say? And I'm thinking, do you know what this is going to do to my <laughs> reputation? Someone complained about call, us calling our son, go bitch. Oh. It was go bitch, go bitch. <laughs> true Are story. They all bitch? All bish. Uh, all the boys are all bish. All bish, yeah. They can't down as yeah. Nah. It's just a, a thing. It's all bish. Bisho or bish. Okay. Yeah. Paramatta deja vu, Brian Smith, same situation, just saying. Uh, Mark writes this I love your show, whoever the hosts are, and all of SEN. Joel, just be careful when you say the run home with Joel and the bish. <laughs> he says the same thing. Wow. Um, I've been called worse. The bish. Um, players like Travis Kelsey, we're talking about it. Hamoli Olakawatu is almost. Exactly the same height and weight as Travis Kelsey, if you're looking for someone like that. Good afternoon, Joel and Michelle. Someone like Liam Martin or running back row could transfer his skills as a running back akin to Derek Henry or Brian Toto as a punt returner. Uh, I can't speak with any authority on any of that. Tim says Nelson couldn't catch a Mahomes pass. (laughs) Um, Sugar, Taylor Swift writes her own music, just like Six and Out. I can't believe Six and Out aren't selling out the MCG, says Stingray. (laughs) Who's in Six and Out? Is that um, is it Brett Lee and Richard Cheekwee and all those yeah, sort of those group? guys? Yeah. I think yeah. Um, Shane Lee. Yeah. I reckon Fletcher would take Kelsey to school. Oh, Brian Fletcher would be similar build to that as well, wouldn't he? Um, as they keep coming in, yeah. Bears here. John says the same thing. Ryan Madison is a comp, uh, comparison there. Payne Haas could do it. Uh, it's official. Michelle Bishop is my favourite human. I'm not the only one sick of Taylor Swift. Says Chris. Go Chris. Jeremiah Nanai would be good right a good tight end. Says Dan and Olakawatu. And uh, don't say Teddy could do what Kelsey does. You sound foolish, says Tim. Uh, I thought I might be wrong. A rabbit isn't a rabbit, but is someone who hunts and sells rabbits for food. Yeah, no, I looked that up. I think that's true. Is it? Yeah. A rabbit okay. A rabbit um, Love your tourists, but you picked the east coast of Australia, brother. The NFL stinks. 13 minutes of action for an 80 minute game. Yeah, that's uh, give nice. Us, give us cheering as well. I'm with you, Gibbo. Um, Saab's interview, Sugar and Bish. Uh, I'm glad someone highlighted this. I'm yes. a big, big fan of, of Sabi and his, uh, his, his running, his speed, his lightning pace. But surely there could have been someone else that could have been popped onto the national television over there to uh, to showcase the game. <laughs> surely. Yeah, surely. Uh, plenty of text still coming through. Jeez, we have to get to the news. It is the run home with Joel and the Bish. Welcome back to the run home with Joel and uh, Michelle Bishop. Have your say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or text 0457-736-736. We've gone through all the big news. Now, what we need to do, Michelle Bishop, we need to forensically go through your predictions for the 2024 National Rugby League season. We've done this with Brian. I'll do mine uh, maybe tomorrow. And you can find all of this on the YouTube page. So, the Run Home with Joel and Fletch YouTube page. Subscribe to that. Ready to go, Michelle? Oh, I'm on fire, ready to pump. Okay, your premiers are? Brisbane Broncos. Brisbane Broncos. Runners up? 
Penrith Panthers. Repeat of the grand final. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just different result. Okay. The wooden spoon. Look, this really hurts. I, I really, I didn't want to say this, but I, I just don't think there's much more we can make of the, the debacle. And I'm hoping I'm wrong. And I'm a massive fan of Benji Marshall, but the poor old West Tigers. The Tigers to get mm. their third wooden spoon yeah. in a row. The Dalian medalist for 2024 goes to. Look, I really think um, Nathan Cleary. Really? I do. I think well, it, uh, it's a tough one, but yeah, Nathan Cleary. He hasn't won the Dalian. I don't think he has, has no, he? No, he hasn't. No. I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Am I right in saying that, guys? Yeah, I don't think he has either. Yeah, well, well, all the champions tick all those boxes, so you're probably right. He probably does get it at some point. The top try scorer for the National Rugby League, I think uh, Fletch said Khan Pereira, did he? Did he say Khan Pereira? Um, He did, yeah. I I think that's going to be hard to beat as well. Who do you see as the top try scorer? I'm actually going to throw a bit of a, um, a different one. Dom Young, Roosters. Okay, but he has the disadvantage. He misses the first week. Won't matter. Won't matter. Won't matter. Well, here's a fun fact around the top try scorer, Michelle. Um, almost always, it's a non-origin player. Well, there you go. So the last one I think you'll find that was an origin player, didn't even win it outright. They shared it was Michael Jennings in 2013. Yeah, I love you and your stats. You're so <laughs> impressive. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Gibbo. Thank you very much. The biggest improving team of the year. Look, I've already said this previously. Um, I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing of Manly at the moment and the Knights, but if I had to pick one, you're not going to agree with this one, but the Bulldogs. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I see them up there and about. Ooh, I just – you can't finish off a year. I'm not saying top four. Probably not top eight, but I'm – Well, we, we saw improvements. Um, them against the Sharks the other night and obviously not their full strength side. Yep. Um, it was their attack. They, you know, it was like – I think it was nine or 11 errors from, from – what I can remember mm. in the first half. Um, they they and the greasy conditions, yep. pre-season footy, all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I reckon the Bulldogs. Who's with their full complement of um? Yeah. So who, who's who's your best guess for the fullback and the halves? Well, Blake Taff, and unfortunately, I think um, Blake Taff was not that exciting um, during during the trials. Yep. Again, a lot of um, a lot of drop ball, a lot of that sort of stuff. Got to build a bit of confidence back there. Um, uh, and I, you know what I love, you know, I absolutely love about, uh, the, the captaincy, Steve Crichton, where a lot of people have said, wow, what an unusual choice. No, nah, definitely not. Had a lot to do with the Penrith Panthers, seen him in his own natural environment and the yep. way the players thrive off everything. He's a joker. Yep. He's all those things, but yep. he's also very serious, very focused, very committed. And I think the interview that he did after that game last weekend, uh, just the way he spoke and, and came across, he's, tr- he's even trying. Because, yep. I mean, it's new territory for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there was actual, actually – and and when you, you look at Cam Soroldo, who he had to choose from, um, Hutchison, yep. um, man, um, but he, he said in the preseason he was specifically looking out for a leader um, and, and to be able to choose Steve Crichton from from who he had. I'm loving the fact that that's been taken away from Reid Marnie on field. Yes. And, and uh, Burton. And, and you know what, right? So – the best captain I reckon I've ever had, I didn't have him for so long, but he had this real presence and this commanding sort of sense around him, yep. an aura. That was Jim Dimmick. Um, I'd believe that. I'd believe that, like, yeah. Like you just, he, he just, my hair stand up. Like he just commanded that authority, that respect, right? And I reckon, well, Fletch went there with the Fox Sports boys and interviewed the Canterbury side, and he said, Crichton's just got this aura about him. And I think that goes a long way to what you want in a leader. Mm. Um, clearly James Tedesco would have that type of aura. Can I tell you something? 
You had that type of aura. Me? Mm. No. My husband tells me all the time. No. I don't think we've ever spoken about this on air. No, no, no. You know, and you've, you've had an influence over my children growing up, believe it or not, from really? your, your Tigers days with my husband. Really? Man in the mirror. Man in the mirror. It goes That's... back to some training session where yes. you bought this little poem or something to training. That's right. And you read it out and at the end of the day... I've heard him say it before my kids run onto the field. Man in the mirror. Man in the mirror. Go on, go, go on, to uh, yourself. Yep, go on, uh, Google that. It's a very, very good poem. Okay, Michelle, let's do this. The biggest slider. Ah, uh, biggest slider. Who, who will need the man in the mirror poem at the end of the year? Well, I, thought, I still reckon it's going to be either someone playing for the West Tigers or the yep. West Tigers. Can't really sort of pinpoint much more than that. Okay, your headline. Loving this Th- one. This is your day, mate. This is the my news. little bit of creativity. Whitening speed, Jack's back. <laughs> Whitening speed, Jack's back. You love Jack, don't you? Oh, he's one of my favourites. He's yeah. a, such a good bloke. But but just I just feel like he's quietly going away, doing his thing where he is now. As I said at the Rabbitohs, he's going to you know put in a, a, as much as he can and repay them for signing yep. him um, and him sort of I still thinking he's having itchy feet but wasn't completely honest with them that he was coming back. Yes, can yes, I say yes. That? Yeah, you can say you that. You can say from? that. Yeah, I'm picking up what his you're putting, wo- My yeah. word's not his. No, have you got a hot take? My hot take, um, yeah. I is, think you've had a hot take. All right, this is an I've even an hotter one. And this is everyone can uh, hashtag boo for me because I am slightly biased. But the Raiders are not going through a transitional period. Yeah. You know what? There's a certain calmness. I've spoken about this with Jared Croker. We do uh, Saturdays on the Capitol. Bit of a plug there if uh, anyone wants to listen to that 10 to midday uh, on Saturdays in Canberra. Uh, and Croker was talking about just how calm Ricky Stewart is right now. Yes. Uh, we had uh, Raps on, uh, Jordan Rapanda, on the show talking about, um, you know, he's just been a little bit different this year, not on edge. And uh, Croker sort of thought maybe it's because I'm not in the team and in and around and annoying him. But I reckon it's because Ricky Stewart knows what he's got. In terms of depth. Yes. He's had he's done so much work over the last couple of years, like most clubs do, knowing that they need to, you know, they will go through a transitional period. I think he saw this sort of stuff coming. And when you've got – and one player that I do want you all to look out for, we've seen glimpses of him, but I think this will be his breakout year, Trey Mooney. Oh, tr- Trey Mooney. Man Mountain. Trey Mooney scored a try in um, that big final. And yes. my young boys, just as it has it, as big as the crowd was there at Newcastle, you wouldn't believe it. Um, my boys were sitting, and this makes my hair stand up. Yeah. My two boys were sitting exactly next to Trey Mooney's dad. And and could they see the game? Do you have you seen how Massive. big Trey Mooney's well, did, father is? He used to do security is. for the Blues, didn't he, or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Right. But yeah, wow. So the I'm calling the game, and I yep. didn't I didn't know that was Trey Mooney's dad. And mm. uh, I think I was calling the game with Sats, and Sats may have said, "Oh, where's the boys?" I said, "Oh, they're just sitting down there." They go, oh, they're sitting next to Trey Mooney's dad. I said, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, 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 that's Trey Mooney's dad sitting right next to him. So I text the boys. I said, hey, boys, see the number 17 for Canberra? Yep. His dad's sitting next to you. So anyway, watching this, and and a game of hair stand up, because it's a big moment for my kids at the time, and for also Trey Mooney's dad. They broke and bred with him before it. Yeah. About five minutes later, I kid you not, Trey Mooney crashes over, and then all I see... The dad's there by himself, and he's got no family around him, but he's got my two sons, and they're high-fiving each other <laughs> in the semi-final. It was just a beautiful oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. So you think yeah. he has a breakout season? I think he's going to have a breakout season. Um, and I also want guys to look out for, unfortunately, he didn't start the game very well, he's um, suspended, but Noah Martin, I've watched him play too through the junior ranks, and 
he's going to be something special as well. So that's, you know, you've got your Chevy Stewart's, which yeah. I don't expect to see Chevy Stewart um, no. in the first round. Um, your Ethan Strange, seen an awful lot of Ethan Strange. I'm so ex excited to be speaking to him um, on the program shortly. Um, a, a young kid from the Central Coast made it big. Um, and look, to be honest with you, he was no world beater playing. Uh, like I can actually say, I, d I don't think he was any kind of world beater where you thought you picked him at an early yep. age to play NRL, but he stuck solid and, you know, he's been in the right environment down there. And here he is, could be playing for the Raiders in round one. So exciting. A little okay. Jamal Fogarty. You've got me a good segue here. Michelle, here is my top five origin smokies. You ready oh, for wow. this? I don't have these. I haven't had time to no, prepare okay. for these. No, that's okay. I've got my top good. five yep. origin smokies. So we're talking about players who haven't played state of origin. I'm going to start with a Raider, who I think this kid's an absolute gun. Right? He tore up Newcastle in that semi-final. Arta Mariotta. Oh, Hands down. Wow. Okay, yeah. He's I'm with you. Gun. I'm loving it. He's a gun. I don't know who he qualifies for, New South Wales or Queensland. Samoan background, but that right. was the case for Luai, yep. Crichton, Toto. So I'm sure there's an avenue there for Arta Mariotta. Uh, I'm convinced he's got origin quality about him. Hamoli Olakowatu, mm. exact same frame as uh, Travis Kelsey. How that hasn't happened already. Oh, how that hasn't happened. Yeah. I reckon if they had their time again, Hamoli Olakowatu would have... Yep. Played State but of Origin by there. now. Let's not go there. Here's, Madge, are you listening? <laughs> here's a forgotten one for you. This guy did not play at all last year. He must have been so close. He was outperforming David Fafida. He scored 11 tries in a beaten season. Both for more. He missed oh, the yep. whole of last year. Yep. He's quality. Yep, absolutely. I agree with you. Gold Coast are in for a big year under Dez. I wouldn't be surprised come some stage of this uh, Origin series that his name's being floated around. Ezra, man, you just can't do what you do on the biggest stage of all time, which is the NRL Grand Final, and not be in the mix for yeah. a number 14 jersey. He's just class. He's got to be there somewhere. And this guy here, he's a Clive Churchill medalist. He's still only 25. And his last 33 games, Michelle, starting at fullback, he oh, has I scored, love your stats. Sorry. Uh, yep. 33, <laughs> his last 33 games starting at fullback yep. has scored 34 tries. Wow. He's outscored Ryan Pappenhausen. There you go. Ryan Pappenhausen to feature in State of Origin. So there's my top five Origin I'm Smokies. Hamoli Olakowatu, Arta Mariotta, Bofamore, Ezra Mam, and Ryan Pappenhausen. It's the run home with Joel and the Bish Bishop. All thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now. Welcome back to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Michelle Bishop uh, in the chair for the Bears head, and we're talking about which players could convert into NFL players. And somebody had suggested Bears head, and then another person said, "Well, his lemon spread wouldn't fit the helmet." <laughs> <You have laughs> get a special one, tailor made. Uh, Daniel from Prairiewood makes a good point here. He says uh, sugar and bish. NRL clubs only receive salary cap dispensation for injured players if they sustain the injury during a representative game, e.g. origin or a test match. The only exception which was an anomaly, the NRL granting dispensation to Dragons player Cody Ramsey, who has been battling ulcerative colitis, which has sidelined him indefinitely. So the Dolphins receiving nothing for the injured Tom Gilbert. I, I, I believe that is fact what you're saying, Daniel, but I just think it's... It stinks, really. It, yeah. It's a little bit. It's a. It's a bit annoying for the game, really. Yes. They should be entitled to. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I wasn't entirely sure, but I, I'm, I believe that's. Right I, I I think even up until the first half of the year. So if you're oh, I, all the way, if you ask just me, just all the way. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? Well, I just think the teams get a bit clever with three weeks to go. A player that's not being used 
all of a sudden, I know, I know you're then bringing in. Make the process a stringent process. A stringent process, yeah. If it's medically verified. Um, but anyway, uh, there's a note here, which which brings me to a tell. I, I don't mind sharing this because he, he's a good fun guy. I wouldn't ordinarily do this, but there's a, a West Tigers thread for the old boys, the alumni, and they're doing a good job. You know, blokes like Paddy Richards and um, uh, Chrissy Lawrence, etc. And they were trying to get a day together. And you know what? Oh, I don't know if I should read this. Go on. You know what? I'm I'm going to get you to read it privately. And I'll make a judgment. And then you make a judgment. Um, that one there. Yep. If I can read it on air. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say or text 0457-736-736. You know what? <laughs> no. No, I can't. I can't. You best not. Okay, sorry. Play safe on that one. Okay, sorry, folks. I, I would have loved to have shared that message. But but it's given me a little chuckle. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it, I'll have a little chuckle on everyone's behalf. Oh, bugger. I would have done it I'll tell you what. You. You, know you, what? Know, you know what? If I asked that same question of Brian, he would have read <laughs> oh, it out straight He would have away. read it himself. Yes. 100%. No, I'm safe. I'm the mum in, the, in okay. this little thing. All right. I'll tell you what, though. Do you hope people don't think I'm going to hate on the West Tigers? I mean, I've I've got a long history with the Balmain Club. That's yep. where I grew up. Lloyd yes. Nichols, that whole, you know, uh, Will Robinson was my favourite player on my bedroom wall. Um, so, please, I love the Balmain, Ti- well, Balmain Tigers. I don't mind the merge, but I'd love to see the club, you know, get up and going. And I kind of was excited with this happening with Benji, but just the trials. Ouch. Um, okay, anyway, we won't go there. Kenard's Hire are making back-to-back work trade easy. We might do that on the other side of this. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Send in your nominations for Kenard's Hire for the Performer of the Month. Who's been the February Performer of the Month?